Hey, what's good, everyone? It is Samir from Beat Final Podcasts. Hope you're all well. Just taking this quick time to uh, make a little shout out to our sponsors. Definitely recommend this one. Check it out. This podcast is sponsored by the Music Producers Guild of New Zealand, Aotearoa. The Music Producers Guild is an advisory service that assists and empowers our music producer industry here in New Zealand. Members get personalized contracts for their music production, free Serato Studio Sample and DJ Pro, access to discounted audio equipment and software, and advice from industry professionals. Buy your plugins through the Music Producers Guild website to help support us all in growing our community. For more information and to sign up as a member, please visit www.mpgnz.co.nz. Huge shout out to the Music Producers Guild of New Zealand for sponsoring Beat Fino. Super, super stoked to be able to share such a positive, positive driving force for New Zealand music on the world stage. Uh, please check them out. Super stoked to be uh, in the guild myself. And I know for a lot of you guys wanting to take their music to the next level, uh, super, super honored to have this opportunity to be around the industry professionals and uh, soak up all the benefits. Back to here to the podcast. Thank you so much all for uh, hanging in and enjoying this testimony so far. Feel free to uh, pop a little message in to our page. Let us know how you've enjoyed this podcast. And stay tuned for more B-Fino episodes. But here, back to the podcast. Here on B-Fino Podcasts. Welcome everyone to B-Fino Podcast. And this week we're with Sin. How are we doing? Yay! Thank you so much for having me. This is cool, man. This is so cool. Ah, uh, blessing, sister. It's such a cool, positive thing that I wanted to do when we all got stuck at home. And fast forward, it's like it's just kind of taken off on its own route. You know, it's just things are just being yeah. just natural course. You know, it's been real good. Good on you, man. Mm. Good on you. But yeah, um, so to kick things off, how how's everything? How are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing really good. Um. I am remaining positive, staying calm during this time. Um, I've been really lucky. Like I've been so lucky that my job, um, I get a bit of human interaction with what I do on the radio. So lockdown isn't really any different for me, apart from the weekends. Uh, I kind of get up and go to work as usual, talk some shit on the radio um, and then yeah, come home. So I've been oh, all good. Yeah. Uh, now same with me, uh, I was really lucky because uh, when we all got stuck at home, my mum was on my case to give me like, oh, you know, like you get like every parent's sort of worried for their kid in a weird way, especially because I just finished uni. I'm like, hey, hold on, mum, we got it, we got we got paid to chill. Let's, let's have some fun. Um, I got to do <laughs> some cool that. stuff, honestly. Like, I think so many musos got to actually get started either DJ or producing during that time. Yeah. Totally. I think we've seen a massive influx of um, of creatives come out yeah, of this time. Isn't that exactly. one of the blessings of, of this shit show of a... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Isn't it crazy? Like so many of my friends um, that have said for years that they wanted to start producing, but it's just one of those things that you put in the backseat because life just is busy and you get caught up in other things. And now they're like putting out tracks and I'm like, this is so sick. This is what I'm here for bring all this creative energy into what is like, could be quite a negative um, mm, environment. So exactly. yeah, it's, it's been epic to see the, the overflow of yeah. all these creators. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, super cool to see like how they can bring New Zealand on the world stage too, eh? Cause it's like, it's already like getting so 
so yeah. like huge now it's like it's it's gonna be such a testimony yeah I, people like we were known like you'd go traveling and they'd be like where are you from and you're like new zealand and they'd be like oh they're all blacks and now they're like oh quick montage 2099 <laughs> yeah yeah exactly. oh lee matthew georgie yeah. fem and you're like yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly oh that's so cool oh man and like there's like all these kind of things you're like People wearing basement merch overseas, like, oh, yeah, <laughs> like we we know that, and they're like, in cool, America, right? that is so cool. Yeah, um, it's, it's yeah, that is so cool. Mm. Oh, I'm, I'm really having the like, like, um, having the likes of like Quicks come home, um, after just smashing out years of being over there, um, and just like bringing that also brings attention to New Zealand, you know, like some of these people's favorite artists is Quicks, and he comes home and then he's doing gigs here, and they're like, oh my God, this place is the only place in the world partying right now. <laughs> and this, this stage and production and crowd, like the crowds are epic, right? Like New Zealand crowds are so sick at the moment. I've had such an epic time over summer playing to um, the New Zealand crowds because they're just, I think they really understand how lucky they are to be doing what we're doing right now. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I found, I found it really humbling and inspiring to see, like, yeah, just the amount of genuine sort of look out for. It was a very, like, Kiwi-natured kiwi, kiwi -natured thing to see everyone come and help make sure everyone's yeah. good, you know? It was very yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, it was really cool. And, um, yeah, I think, like, just this new wave. I mean, obviously, drum and bass is massive right now, and it's not my territory, but I do try and cover as much as I possibly can on my radio show. And, you know, that's what I, I kind of, like, um, I'm... I'm very proud of that, that I'm across all genres, but I'm a house and techno head, I'm a disco head. So to see like my crowds kind of get a bit bigger, I'm like, that's so cool. Like in a time where drum and bass is so dominant, there's still there's still this like reach going on for for that more four four sound, and I'm like, Brit, come on, in. <laughs> exactly. Like, join the cult. <laughs> <laughs> Hard out, especially when you realize. Okay, I think there's like genuinely like a place for everyone like at a next level of like yeah. the amount of people coming in. So yeah, I'm, I'm super yeah. excited too. And I actually, I'm actually a house here too. Um, uh, uh, my music wouldn't sound like it cause I've just been influenced from so many trap kits. But yeah, like like my first hundred tracks were all house, you know, all my little throwaways and all my actual releases. So it's yeah, really, really exciting. Cause now I'm like, it's not that I didn't want to make, it's just that we know when you're a producer, you just kind of get naturally influenced by what you hear out and then you bring totally. it back. So now yeah, I'm hearing totally. the stuff I got into this whole game with like Tomorrowland yeah. and EDC type thing and I'm like going back to the sheer make I'm like oh we could do some like yeah do this mean do mm. that go mm. full EDM banger on us <laughs> I'd love to hear it epic epic I sure will but um but yeah sort of as we move on uh let's let's rewind back uh what was your first memories uh with music growing up and sort of uh how did the whole journey kind of progress I was really lucky um, to have parents that were very aware they had an extroverted child. They were very aware that she was born to be seen, she was born to be heard, she was expressive and loud and in a way just like they couldn't cage me up. So they were really supportive in that fact and they kind of allowed me to explore so many different avenues to be creative and to um to kind of find myself at a really young age and so they put me into dancing um and that's the best way to express yourself as a as a young child you know there's so many things that you want to say and you can't say them because you don't know how or you don't really understand it so like movement in itself 
such a beautiful thing. And I'm so grateful for my dancing days because I feel like that is where the birth of, of my deep rooted passion for music comes from. Um, and yeah, so I was a dancer. That was like my first, my first love in life was dancing. Um, I went overseas to Sydney, uh, this, the year, uh, like when I graduated from school, do we say graduated? I don't even know. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We graduated? Yeah, we did it. When I surprisingly graduated school, I didn't think I'd even do it, but when I graduated school, I moved to Sydney by myself at 18, um, got into a full-time dance academy over there and I was dancing full-time. Um, I quickly realized that that industry was probably too cutthroat for me. Um, <laughs> and the reason why I, I probably enjoyed going out to the clubs in Sydney more than I was actually enjoying <laughs> the, the dancing itself. Um, the scene over there is alive, man. It was so cool. It was so, like this young 18 year old who'd just been going to heaps of raves in New Zealand since I was like 15 on my sister's like, fake ID. And then like experiencing it in another world and not knowing yes. anyone, having to like learn it for yourself. Yes. It's crazy. Like, yeah, I saw um, his name was Clockwork. But oh, it's I know. Right now. Yeah, wow. Yes, Clockwork yeah. is doing house hard. Man, it was, was so sick, man. Like, that was probably one of the most, I think that'll be one of the most memorable shows I've ever been to because I was so young and I went with, like, one friend from dancing who had also shared this passion for, for electronic music and we just decided to go and we didn't even know who Clockwork was. We were like, Whoa, whatever. Oh, yeah, like, didn't even realise how big yeah, it was. Yeah. Like, let's go and see what it's like. Mm. And, I was there and I was like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah. I found my people, you know? Yes, I found yes. my people. So I, I moved back home, um, and yeah, that's where where it all began. My my journey into to music and radio and, and DJing. Yeah, exactly. And was that do you know roughly was that like a time where like there was lots of that like uprise of the Tomorrowland and EDC sort of thing, or was that sort of like even before then sort of? Thing? It was actually like it was actually like in the peak of like um, Bauer and trap music. Wow, yes, which I love. Like yes. I. Honestly, get me to a, tr a tw 2013, 2014, 2015 era trap gig and I will go the fuck off. Sorry, I forget I can't. I had, no, no, you can, you can, you can. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Um, like, yeah, I'm just, I'm just such, I just love that era so much because it reminds me of those good times. It reminds me of like my young days going out for the first time and like experiencing music live for the first time. Yeah, it was um, new for so many people as well, eh? Like, yeah. it's very yeah. new. Yeah, yeah. Like, my head's going and my head's going that fast, eh? Like, never no, what is this? <laughs> and like all these little cool vocal samples being yes. chopped up and like no I'm one's done that. Yeah, so sick. Exactly. Um, so yes, yeah, so I've actually spread myself across quite a few genres, but um, I came from a family who loved house music, loved anything percussion. So that's kind of where I sit at right now because that's yeah, yeah. yeah. I really wow. love my percussion house disco. Mm. Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. that's it, hey, and it's something I've loved about house music the whole time is like, just how much can rap around like the, the four kick drums, like, the, oh okay. my gosh, like, yeah. the amount yeah. of, like, you wouldn't think, like, people wouldn't think about that, it's like, oh, it's just house, I'm like, nah, like, listen, listen closely. That's it, hey. that's it, and I think that's one of a lot of our younger, um, our younger listeners or the, the younger people in the scene yeah i would love yeah. for them to experience house music how people that get it experience it and i think that comes with time that comes with like being able to um actually yeah. go against the grain and be like oh my mates are all listening to this but i'm actually going to give this a go and i think yeah. when you're younger, you just kind of move with what your mates are doing that's right you know, maybe that's it 
that's at uh, hard out and um, I'm really really excited to sort of see that come in especially in New Zealand as well because I think just the yeah. sheer amount of sort of knowledge and, and, and sort of like even experience that all the producers here in New Zealand are sharing now and with yeah. you know taking the positive sides of the internet it's really exciting and I mean yeah. there's just there's just like so many queries I'm like can we make every single festival like 100% New Zealand lineups everywhere? Because <laughs> you know, it's good. been the best thing about the last year is like, oh my God, I've discovered so many new people. Um, and like we said earlier, like have seen the rise of so many new people just because of this last year and us having to basically fall back. I, sh I hate to say that, but yeah. fall back on just a 100% Kiwi lineup. Yes. Um, but it's just given so much opportunity to so many people. It's actually really exciting to see. Like, have you heard of Kato Carlo? No. But oh. then they might ring a bell when I see it spelled out. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, the most electric, like the most electric percussion, genre bending um, duo at the moment. They are so sick. I'm obsessed with them. Uh, Carly and Jess. So they used to be in like a, um, a rock band together back in high school. They did um, that rock quest. Wow. like rock competition during yes. school um and then they kind of parted ways carly's a drummer jess is a singer and now they're back making like the most beautiful tunes so wow. the rise for them in the last year has been epic and i'm just like absolutely gunning for them eh? so yes sad. oh it's so cool oh i couldn't yeah. help but like notice a few of the like i mean it was like you could go home every day you're at home you see like I think line up on your on your Instagram and Facebook of like all the different like virtual things you can join that night and there's just you, you just had too many choices. But like yeah. I, I loved seeing like the actual mixed competitions as well because there was a few. Yeah. And, um, man, so many people on board those too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it was uh, yeah it was like like we said a little bit earlier. A lot of people had the chance to kind of like work on their like work on their craft and like a lot of people actually taught themselves how to DJ during lockdown. So. The, the lockdown like competition, the little mini mixes that were going down, the competitions during lockdown were so epic and probably gave a lot of people more confidence to like actually, cause oh, yeah, I don't put my, I, I, I really struggle to put mute my mixes out on, oh. Yeah, oh sorry, we're that's good. a bit cut out. Yeah, we're good, as you were saying. I like I struggle to put my mixes out online I still can't quite do it I still have a real like insecurity when it comes to putting out my mixes online I don't know yes. what it is but no, a no, lot of people it's... during lockdown had the confidence to chuck them up mm. online because of these mini mix competitions and all these opportunities that would come from them so it's been yeah. really good to like push people out of their comfort zones definitely definitely well, well speaking of that uh, as we sort of progress through the sort of childhood music times and as you're getting into it all, uh, yeah, I guess when things started to really become like the passion to actually do this all, uh, sort of run us through a little bit of that journey. Um, yeah, because you would have moved back to New Zealand, kind of getting yeah. ready for George, yeah? Yeah, so I moved back to New Zealand. I was working like full time for my dad, um, just in like this, I hate to say because I love my dad, mediocre office job. Um, and I was just like, you know, I can't be tamed here. Like, I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, something's um, gonna happen. Off the phone, like, good morning, you is like, I just like, <laughs> it was just too much, too much energy. Yes. Um, so I decided to to go to uni, and then I think like 
the, the common denominator throughout my whole life has been a massive George fan. I've always listened to George. Um, you know, I I would just love listening to Nice and Ehrlich on a Saturday morning. Yes. Um, I used to listen to The Breakfast Show with Nice and Ehrlich back in the heyday with my parents. Uh, yes. Um, and then like partying with the Nights DJs. Like, mm, I yeah, I has, season, but, like yeah. partying with all the Nights DJs. It's 6am mm. in the clubs, you know? Like you just, yes. it was so infused into my lifestyle. Um, wow. And I was like, I could probably give it a crack. Like, yes. I can't DJ. I've never yeah. DJed before, but I'm a trained pianist. Uh, I'm a dancer, so I've got an ear for music. Yes. Um, I'm going to just give it a go. So yeah, went to uni, studied communications degree majored in radio during my degree i was like i'm just gonna go up to george and just hope for the best and be like yo i'll just work for free like honestly i'm just here for a good time um wow. i remember the boss at the time was like I, I just yeah like sweet great to have you around like i'm sure there'll be something for you like like i don't know if there will be anything but i was like yeah all good and i just keep yeah. on coming back i just was yeah. like i'm just gonna I was going to come back and make myself helpful and make myself known and like, they'll never yeah. forget me kind of thing. Work out my favour. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, you tapped, you tapped right into the very essence of uh, the sort of the people who are in radio. I mean, because everything's sort of free flow in the nature of how things stay interesting, you're sort of, you're sort of catching the right peeps there on their own. Like I managed to get my own show when I was 15 because um, I saw my friend at a show. We were around the same age. They're like, if he can have a show, I can have a show. And, and, and it was like, oh, yeah, he's my brother. He works here. I'm like, no, nah, it doesn't matter. If he's that age, I will be that age. And I will be your brother in spirit. Got him there. Um, I, I mean, this was back when I think Jake Lilly just finished. It was getting into like, oh, before then, it was Camo MC, Jake Lilly, David Stevens. Um, so all these kind of people. And I just like headhunt whoever. Yeah. Especially when I was young, I was just like headhunting. Hey hard you know i think that's yeah. a big gem for everyone tuning in it's like don't be afraid your passion is within you know it's just gonna come out anyway so you might as well yeah. like embrace it you know a lot of people have said to me like i'm stuck i'm really keen but i don't want to be badgering people or like annoying people and i'm like mate there's <laughs> way too many people in this industry doing what you're doing right now and they are not going to come out and, and they're not going to come out and actively Same try and find you you got to show them you got to tell them that you're here and you're ready and you're willing yes people want to see you hungry too i think that's like a huge <laughs> one a huge think, yeah when you're hungry it shows you're passionate so everyone yeah. wants passionate people by their side exactly so, that is so cool that you've um we sort of touched on this uh, throughout the show we love doing the gems little things that people say hey Maybe I can that applies to me or something else applies to someone else. But um, sort of like is is sort of like it took a I I remember carrying a little bit of the story from my head. You actually um you did quite a bit of mahi there to sort of just you know really get in there, and it shows how passionate you were. Um, share us some of the experiences sort of leading up to actually getting that opportunity. Yeah. Oh, tell me about some of them. Yeah, because you're saying. I, I can't remember, I read a post so like you're doing some like just chores and you're pretty much just doing whatever, yeah? Yeah, so like to to kind of get in amongst the George team, um, I like so I had walked through the doors and I was like, I'll work for free and I like sweet as and I was like, Okay, well I'll see you tomorrow. Um, sweet, here's an intern. They can um they can scan the GST receipt. <laughs> like, Dean, where's the where's the scanner? I'll do it. Like yeah. 
Yeah. A couple of, te- a couple of attempts later, got it down packed. First time was an absolute shit show. Um, <laughs> yes. And like in terms of, you know, the gigs and stuff, working the door, which I always love because I love talking yeah. to people. I'm like, fun, yeah. new friends. I can make new friends. Like, Hi. so I'd just the door and um, paint. Oh, I had to paint mannequins in like the hot sun for an event one time. I remember it was like an owl house or like deep part of Funky or some shit. And we had a George Stag. And like, I was made to go out in the burning hot sun and like spray paint these mannequins. <laughs> Oh. Oh, right. And then like spray them with like the um fluorescent I don't know what's the word? Um like a UV Yeah, UV like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. full on yeah, full on yeah. top of the hot sun. <laughs> Honestly, it was just carnage. But I remember just being yes. like, I just love this so much. Mm. I love being a part of this kind of weird um it's a weird work day. It's not like yes. sitting down and writing emails or doing this. Like I was like, you're off to do this and now you're off to do a cross and now you're in yeah. the car. Reach it. Like it was all go. And that was just wow. so perfect for the, my personality type. Wow. Oh, that's epic. That's epic. Yeah. And yeah, it was, it was actually really cool to see as well. Like from there, I think it comes a lot of like respect, right? Cause it's not just, oh, you know, someone's good at the craft, but also someone's prepared to sort of fill in. Cause you know, you never know just when like people like go to shows it's all happening it's like the amount of stuff that goes behind the scenes and probably someone's probably doing it for the goodness of their heart rather than the paycheck yeah. when you think yeah. about some of the like costs that are involved so yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It's, it's really yeah. inspiring eh? yeah I, I worked for george for free for two years so you know like and i did it i did it for the love of it because i just yes. love it so much um and like yeah like i don't know i just feel like you go through some stuff in life that can be really challenging um and you can feel really hurt and really like set back on and feel like it pushes you back a step but um like george had my back through everything like i've gone through some real experiences the last couple of years and george was my happy place it was my safe place i'd go to work uh and and still to this day i go to work i leave all that shit at the door and i walk through mm. the studios and i just have the best time ever and i come out instantly in a better mood Yes, oh, that's such a testimony to like people who find their real passion, and I think it's something I've been so blessed to see because um, my passion, I had to realize it was like it was more behind the scenes in, in production, which is cool. Um, actually, making music for TV, film, and radio, like the you know, like that's such a crazy opportunity because it's like there's so much. Oh, like options there you know like yeah. you can have a disco tune in the background of an app or you could have a you know like a little happy little orchestral jingle. Yeah, yeah 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 cool man is that what you're doing right now yeah that's what i'm literally oh, doing that's so awesome yeah and it's like and it's I really... hard, oi. that's hard mm-hmm. that's hard mm-hmm. to do because you're like this is what it's like we're yep. a corporation we have no idea what we really want but we kind of know what we want so and then you've got yes. to try to fill it in the gap so that's exactly. hard i applaud you good on you oh, sure. so it's, it's been learning curve every day till this day but i'm so blessed to see like the the challenge like you said when it really you're really passionate about it is it's sort of like you naturally feel like you're progressing rather than the start yeah. oh, you got to do this this and that so yeah it's been my little testimony and I'm, I'm sort of seeing how many more kiwis we can push into that because it's a world market you know it's like let's get some more producers who are like kind of falling for the gaps like let's try this out you know it might not be your favorite but you get to get paid to practice what you love you yeah totally your own production later on it's like yeah it's real exciting there's, yeah. so, there's so many avenues for um for producers um yeah like just being able to make jingles for a fucking radio station or tv tv ad like that's 
They've got cash, man. They've yeah, got cash. exactly. Exactly, they do. And um, one thing I think that's amazing is like, I mean, that can lead on to like writing film score and TV oh. score. Oh, How epic yeah. would that be? So what would be your what would be your number one film that you would want to write a film score for? Oh yes, like the film that was done. Um, I would want to do like the Dark Knight thing with Hans Zimmer. Yeah. I'd love to work with Hans Zimmer, hands down. That would be. Yeah. He is the goat, hey. Yes, yes, and yeah. Uh, yeah, there's just so many kind of things that can branch out, like even kids shows, you know, like. Like just the sort of like happiness that would bring to you, just like I feel like um, that suits you. You've got a yeah. good aura about you. You've got a real good aura about you. I feel like you you do really well in that in that. Well, you heard it here first, brother. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. But um, but yeah, sort of like moving back to the topic of the journey, the testimony. Sort of um, there's some cool places, people you got to meet. Uh, I know there's so much, there's so many places and people, but uh, yeah. what do you think were some of like the, I guess, highlights so far uh, or big milestones? Um, yeah, that's the cool thing about, about doing what I do is obviously like on the daily, you get to meet a lot of epic people and, and still after doing it for three years, I'm still, yeah, three years, I'm still just like this little child inside when I get to meet these people. Um, Cause I'm, I like to consider myself like, I'm just like the listener. Like I am genuinely just as excited as the listener is about all these things. If I'm bringing new music to the table, I'm just as excited about that. Like yeah. old man that listens to the radio every day. Um, yes. I've got to meet like my absolute hero and in, in, uh, in all of my, I don't think I'll ever meet anyone just there as good as Fat Boy Slim. Like, wow. He's just like, Still going, he's <laughs> the man. Yeah, yeah. I honestly can't even put it into words. And and yeah. what a kind and humble and down to earth human he is for someone of his caliber, for someone who has, you know, ventured around the world doing many, Everything. many yeah. <laughs> nights, uh, early mornings, meeting yes. so many people. He still has just got so much charisma. About yeah, him. he's still like his first day on eh? Yeah, <laughs> honestly. Up. I remember we had a phone chat because I was lucky enough and I, I still can't believe I was able to do this. It was just, yeah, I, I still remember the day I got the phone call. I like, rang my parents straight away and burst into tears. Mm. I got like a lot of support for Fatboy Slim at his oh, awesome show. Um, opening the gate, so like fresh as 2 p.m., like mm. not musical there, but I was like, this is my moment. Yes, like, yes. Like, you'll never forget moment. it for the rest of your life. Yes. Yeah, I'll never forget it. Um, mm. But I, I had a phone interview with him on my night show when I was on nights, like um, before the show, just to kind of like talk about, I don't know, promo the show and stuff. Mm. Um, and he answered the phone and I was like, hi, is this Norman? And he was like, yes, baby, is this Sam? Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh my God, he called me baby. Yes. I feel part of his family. I feel he like is family, yep. He considers everyone family when you really- I know, like, I, love yes. I love it. I love it so much. So yeah, Fatboy Slim, epic. Uh, of course, no, I never forget the moment Skrillex walked into the studio without me even knowing about it. Like. Can you imagine what it's like, your childhood hero, walking into the studio, it's your second week doing a live radio show. Um, and I hadn't, you know, I mean, I didn't need to do research because I know everything mm. about it, I was obsessed with him, but like, when you when you do an interview, you want to research it and you want to have everything like ready to go. You don't want to have anything wrong. <laughs> exactly. He just walks in the way and I'm like, 
Not what? really. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> this is crazy. Sunny, oh, yeah. what are you doing here? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was yeah. such a dream. And and again, one of the one of the kindest souls I've ever met in my entire life. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think anyone could ever say a bad thing about Skrillex mm. from from um your yeah, yeah, any experience, yeah. Such a legend. Ah, oh, that's amazing. And there's obviously there's so so many more people and places that um we could be here all day. In fact, part of it might be uh kind of the whole inspiration for this podcast is the sort of Joe Rogan thing. We who knows you might be back later on. Um, yeah, hell yeah. Hard, you know, and it's just gonna keep going. And I think yeah, yeah, amazing. Like kind of like the same Joe Rogan thing. It's like come back. So since then, and it's just like, there's just more testimony, you know, it's really Yeah, cool. yeah, totally. There's like, oh my God, there's so much growth from that. Like, mm. oh my God, I said that, that's really cute. Now who have I met? <laughs> that's it, exactly. Oh, that's so good. Oh my God, Skrillex. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh. Oh, oh, here we go. So the one I was like, I've got post. Um, but yeah, sort of like to wrap things up. Um, yeah, so you sort of got any ideas of, uh, so we we want to head, uh, or is it kind of just go with the flow? And um, yeah, any kind of like things we can hear about coming up? I just feel like I'm so happy and so content with where I am right now. And I could not have imagined um, all the opportunities that I've been given in, in just such a short time being a DJ and an Omni host. And I just am so internally grateful for such an epic support network. Like. Um, you know, this industry can be really competitive and it can be really nasty at times and a bit too poppy. Um, but I've got a really awesome support network. I've got people that are just championing um, my success always. And I'm so grateful for that. And I think that really is, um, yeah, it mm. comes down to one of the, the opportunities I've been graced with. So I'm really happy, man. I'm happy. If, if this is what I do for the rest of my life, I'm happy as. Wow. It's so, epic. I, and the one thing that just sprung to my mind is like, the way you just mentioned that all it's actually what i see it as for everyone listening as well is like all these kind of things that we all do we can all come together and like we've all got different pieces of the jigsaw puzzle together so once we actually really find what we all want to do we're actually all winning we're all coming together and like everyone has their you know everyone has the exact place they need to be so yeah. i think it's really really cool you said that and just to know like find the people around you um you know that you can help them and they can help you and you know together we're all going to do some amazing stuff yeah (laughs) that's it man that's it like yeah yeah i think um get yeah get excitement off seeing other people succeed as well like yes that that there's nothing better than seeing someone you love thrive in something that they love doing yeah you gotta put yourself in their shoes eh? and be like yeah yeah yeah. so find people around you that are supportive of you but also yeah, um, find it within yourself to, to support other people through their through their journey into finding happiness as well. Wow. Oh, well, that, that wraps it up because then it's it's probably our uh, little words for peeps um, turning in as well, whether they're just getting started or sort of getting on the journey. So, again, thank you so much for your time there, Sin. It's been such a pleasure and honour to um, share the testimony, you know. It was good, everyone. Apologies for this next little section that kind of glitches up with our Wi-Fi. Takes us like 15 minutes just to get back on. But we got back in in the end. So make sure uh, you stay tuned for more B-Fondo. But we're just about to say goodbye to Sid. Here on B-Fondo Podcasts. Like, was joking with Jane Bulletproof. It's like, the whole idea is like, me not being at McDonald's or BP and having my own space for the first time ever. 
it's like the universe is like, hey, sir, you can have a sh- you can have a sh- set up in your shed, but we're not going to make this easy, eh? So I think, oh god, yeah, I've got, I've got I love the- that real grassroots, like yeah, <laughs> oh, exactly. But no, I'm, I'm glad I caught you for the end because I'm pretty much just going to wrap things up. But um, but yeah, yeah, cool, me. So everyone, that was Beat Fino podcast uh, episode 42, 43 with Sin. I hope you really enjoyed that. Uh, please stay tuned for more Beat Fino episodes to come. We're really blessed to have your support uh, to keep this thing going and we're looking forward to the testimony that awaits. But apart from that, this has been Beat Fino Podcast. Peace and love, Fino.